Hello, and welcome to another episode of Set for Life Conversations, where we help you get your mind right and your money right by discussing life strategies for the everyday person. I'm your host, Thomas Lacoma, and each episode, we'll spend some time with financial advisor, pastor, and motivational speaker, published author, and former college athlete, George Thompson, as he shares with us wisdom that you can put into practice today. Today's guest episode is the first in a series on wealth building, and specifically getting out of debt. George and Crystal share with you detailed information on how to get spending under control. Today, we're going to be walking through how finances work, and we want you to do good, and that's get out of debt. All right, so first of all, we want to first start off by just laying a little bit of foundation and then just just showing you how uh, and you see the screen okay and everything, uh, uh, Crystal? So It looks good. Perfect. So first of all, we want to let you know, everyone hold up three fingers. You have stewardship over three areas of your life. How many areas? The first is time. You have 86,400 seconds in a day and how well you manage that will dictate how you're doing. And you say, George, I want to learn about getting out of debt and finance. Well, hey, you got to learn how to manage things. And guess what the first thing you got to learn how to manage is your time. I also want to talk about giving is that we should be sharing and giving at our, at our local church and doing things in that area and, and doing that. So you want to get time. How much time do you spend to work? Second is everyone has a talent or a skill. You want to make sure that you're utilizing that talent and that skill. And the third is treasure. Everyone, treasure is your finances. So we want to be, make sure that we are managing all of those together and we're doing that. And the Bible says in 3 John 2, it says, beloved, it says, beloved, I pray that you prosper, be in health, even as your soul prospers. So when it's saying that, it's saying that you're going to go on a journey and they want you to be in health. Want your, first of all, I want your soul to prosper, be in health. And then it says, and then also it says, I pray that you prosper. That's talking about not only financially, but it needs going on a good journey. So one of the things that holds people back when they're doing things is they, they have a debt load or they're doing things and that gives them the inability to do certain things. In other words, if this is how much money you make a month, we got to start spending a little, we have to spend less than that. So we want to make sure that we have a solid budget and how we're doing things. But before we jump into any of that, we first of all got to figure out where we're at. Amen. Somebody say, where am I at? All right. And then also, if you guys, again, if you're on the Facebook in the chat, just start typing these in. Please pull out a, a notepad. You're able to write these down. And also, I'll send you some of these uh, some of these slides. So first of all, what level are you at? You are at one of five levels. So the first level that, that somebody can be at, and then I'm going to come right back to the slide, sorry, is struggling and sinking. That means the inability to pay your current bills. That means that you're struggling. And then we're going to, but don't worry, we have, we're going to get you a plan for each of these levels. So first thing is you're struggling. The second level is steady. You have just enough to pay your bills, but if something snap, crackles, or pops, then you fall back down to struggling. Then the next level is solid. That means we're working somewhere, putting in a 401k, taking a one-week vacation. I know you can't take a now, but, you know, taking a vacation. But actually, you can take a, take a vacation. It's called a staycation, okay? All right. And then the next level is um 
surplus. That's quite simply extra money. Typically, you run a business or again, you work for a while, and the highest level is service. That's where you're not concerned with finances. You do whatever God puts you on this earth to do. So now, again, you don't have to type it in the chat. You don't have to do anything. I just want to just ask you, what level are you at? And you want to pull out a notepad and write down what level you're at. And you can be giving on all these levels. If you're struggling. And you guys, we want you to make sure that you write this down because when you write these things down, it it makes you remember things more and it will also encourage you once you write it down to take some action steps because we want you to get from one level to the next level. And it doesn't matter which one you're at. You can always move to the next one and we will give you and provide you the tools to move to that next level. Right. Thank you so much. And Crystal and also everybody, just so we're clear, I just jumped right in here and started this. Um, you Maybe this is your first time in joining so I'm Pastor George Thompson. I'm the Pastor of Stewardship and Finance at Faithful Central in Englewood. Englewood. And I had been doing that. So I've been a Pastor of Stewardship here for over 15 years. And um, I've written five books in the area of finances and then also personal growth and how to do it God's way. That is that Crystal yeah. teaches our dollar, dollars and what's the name of the class? Cents, dollars and cents. S-E-N-S-E. Sense in your mind. Make the dollars gotcha. make sense in your mind. So, you guys, I travel all over the country. I say, hey, everybody, join our class, Dollars and Saints. Then she'll get back and play. So, I, I mispronounce it like 80% of the time. So, we have classes where we're showing you these. But today is how-to, so we're showing the mechanics and doing this. So, please, if you want to also be in our classes, we're also setting these okay. up. So, I'm going to put this back up again, and then we're, we're, start, we're going back over here. So, again, everyone, Crystal said... Pull out a notepad. If you guys are in the book, you guys understand it's all in the area where I start breaking down your levels of financial being. So if you're struggling, steady, solid, surplus, or service, then what we want to do is we want to find out what level you're at, and this is what our goal is. Our goal is to get from one level to the next level. Can everyone just say next level? I know, I know, I know you're on myself. But when we do this, but when we meet, I need you to engage. I need you to engage, okay? All right, so... Um, you want to go to what level you're at and you want to go to, go to the next level, okay? Now, because of COVID, a lot of times what we're finding out is that people were at one level and they fell down a level. What we actually want to do is we actually want to show you how to go up a level during this time and utilize certain resources and make sure that you're doing this or you stay at the level that you're at. But our goal is to get you to the next level. So someone just say next level. Next All right, excellent. Level. So in order to do that, I want to just walk you through how we walk people through the steps. So if there are four stages of financial growth and you want to be doing all of these at all times. So first of all, the first one is called spending control. We're going to come back to this because we're going to spend time on guess what um, uh, spending control is. It is having a budget. <gasps> he said it. Crystal, I said it. I let the cat out of the bag. Sometimes people don't like the word budget. We've had people, we've had people, Saints of the Most High have not the gall, not the nerve, but the audacity to say, I went to McDonald's, I could supersize because of you. Um, that's not true. That's completely based upon your budget. We have to learn how to live within our means, and we're going to go right back to that. Then somebody, Pastor George, we're going to live below our means, not at all. our means, but we're going to live below our means. You see that? I'm training her well over the last well, eight years. She's going to say how long she's been a member again. Oh, don't, oh, don't put that number out there. All right. 
Uh, so she was back there when the mission had a fro. Oh, sorry, let me move on. All right. So our next, <laughs> our second level that we want to deal with is dead elimination. But you see, we have to fix the spinning control before we go to dead elimination. You guys say that's a dead elimination? I don't do debt management. Debt management means like to reduce debt and all this stuff. No, no. We want you to be completely debt free. That means including your car and including the mortgage on your home. I said it. I said it again. I said it includes the mortgage on your home. So you actually want to pay that off. Okay. Then there's a word I invest. I, I, I invested. Uh, there's a word I made up. It's called say vesting. Everyone say say vesting. Say, say vesting. vesting. Say vesting means saving and investing. Because there's people say, I'm saving up money. I'm saving up money to buy a house. You're actually investing whenever there's no such thing as really saving. I don't know if you guys know. Go look at your bank statements. Um, banks are paying less than 0.02% interest. So that means on $100,000, they give you like $10 or $20. Most of you're seeing 2 and $3 on your statements. I don't know if you, you know, if you put gas in your car, it costs more than it costs, then they'll give you interest in the year. You want your money to work as hard as you do. So I'll be teaching investing things, not today, but I teach investments and there are, there are classes I teach on that, whether it's for your retirement, uh, your 401k, investing, um, you know, things to do. And, you know, I had, and by the way, by the way, I had a whole series I did where I told people stocks to buy because of COVID that would do very well. And they've done very well in, uh, in different areas. And I was showing people, I even, we even did one on here about how to invest, um, how to invest your uh, stimulus checks and, uh, and what to do and, and different, and different programs. And, and we've done those. And I'll talk more about those at the end as well. But also you guys, you have to learn how to save and invest. Um, so you want to create that and do that. And then number four, everybody ready for number four? That's building a wealth machine. So you have to build something that's creating income while you're, while you're sleeping. And this is, a, it's so, it's so funny. I did a seminar like, um, gosh, now I'm sounding old, 10 years ago called Money in the Mailbox. And it was all about how you do real estate, how you get money in the mailbox. I had, and I had a mail, gosh, looking all right from the mailbox. I had to stop doing the class because now we don't ever go to mailbox. Now everyone just wires you the money. So now they'll say how to get money wired to you, you know, and how to do these, you know, and how to do these. But everybody understand this and you can write this down. Also, um, this is all out of a book called The Wealth Cycle. And then we'll give information about that. We used to tell you just um, we'd be in the class and you'd have it. But now uh, we'll give you information. I can get it. You can also go to Amazon and and get it. It will uh It'll bless you. Uh, it'll, it'll help you. It'll have all these techniques and that and more. But first of all, we're going to start with spending control. Crystal, anything else you want to add about all these areas before I before we delve into before we go to before we go to door number one? Go ahead. Nope. Let's hit door number one because this is the one that normally takes everybody <laughs> by surprise. So let's just give it to them, Pastor. All right, all right there we just go. So first them. of all, we want to understand how our spending works. Okay. So how our spending works. And how we do things is we actually, we have a budget that we walk through and we want to, first of all, understand how budgets work. So when we have a budget, we always walk through our budget. But first of all, before I jump into budget, I want to first just say this about budget. A lot of times before people would say this, I don't like budgets or they always like, it was like a bad word or different things like this. But what you want to look at is that actually a budget is a good thing. And you want to start thinking about it as a, as a good thing. Uh, if you may not know what I, um, I grew up in the Midwest and I grew up in a very cold climate Midwest. 
And during the summer, um, I went back and I, this is after I have kids, by the way, I had twin boys uh, that are eight and I have a daughter uh, and, a, and a daughter that's six. And when they were very young, we went to my dad's house and he lived in Minnesota and he had this big backyard. And then it, it, it like went to, actually it wasn't that big. It wasn't that big, but it went up to an area, and then there was a big, like, I'm going to say a forest, like this, a big open area. I'm using the word open area. That's the Midwest had a lot of flat land, open area. And then there'd be the freeway. And my kids said, let's play outside, because they were already inside, jumping up and down all my dad's furniture, and I saw them there grabbing. My dad, you know, you know, parents have all these grand, grandparents, which are parents, have all that furniture that's just really breakable stuff they have, all the picture frames, all that. I said, let's have the kids. And then my brother was commentating a game. We were watching the game. And my kids wanted to play outside. So I would watch my kids play outside. And then I would watch and I would turn and I'd watch the game. And then I have to watch my kids and watch the game. Understand what I'm saying? No. Watch, I'd watch my kids and then I'd watch the game. Then after a while, I thought I had to stand outside and watch the kids because I didn't want them to go. I kept telling them these were the boundaries just from memory. Don't go past where the grass is cut. But then they would go out into the weeds and say, don't come back. Because what were the two things I didn't want to happen? I didn't want them to wander off. But then I didn't want whatever was out there in those thick to come in. The next year I came back and my dad had a fence. Ministers, you know where I'm going, around the property. Then we all sat out there and watched the game, and we were sitting there, and I just sat down and watched the game, and every now and then I just threw a ball back or just checked in with my kids. Why did I? Why was I able to do that? I was able to boundaries. do that because we had set up a boundary. If so, Number one, they couldn't get over that fence. <laughs> I could be, unless if something had to be on fire for me to get over that fence, <laughs> then I can get over it. <laughs> And then I have my knee going to be all over the place. But I can get over. And if something was big enough to come over that fence, then we'd all, then, then we'd all have to. Help us all. So, right. But you see how we set up some boundaries. Can someone just say boundaries? Just say boundaries. Just say boundaries. Yeah. And you guys, boundaries are definitely, you think about it, it's not deprivation. So don't look at a budget as depriving you of anything. What it's actually doing is it's making you capable of having those things later on that you wish to have. Without those boundaries, you cannot have those things that you want because you won't, quote unquote, be able to afford them. And Pastor George is going to speak to you in a moment on actually how really in most instances, it's not that we don't have it. It's just how we're managing what we have. So those boundaries are going to show us how to manage what it is we have more effectively and more efficiently. Right. Can you tell she does the classes on this and, and doing it with dollars and saints since? See, I, oh, I got it right. I got it right. Okay. But, but you see the, the boundaries. And also, you guys, we're going to start using budgets for positive things. Like, like take 500 and start, sorry, start taking dollar figures and start allotting it to things that will help you grow. Okay, so I want you to think of budgets as a positive. All right, all right. So let's let's get ready to roll. Okay, so now here is the budget. We're looking good on the budget, right? Right, Crystal. We are looking good on cool. the budget. All right. So now at the very top, where you can't see it that well, monthly income. So everybody, I'm just gonna walk through these, and then Crystal, just hold her finger, just interrupt me when you're ready from just the different areas. And I want everyone to have a budget, 
And I want you to notice what I'm doing. Gross monthly income. Because you guys understand, out of your, you guys pay taxes, state, federal. Oh, there's, a, there's a YouTube video right now, this little kid that got his first paycheck. And then he got the taxes taken out. And he was so dejected. <laughs> and his brother and his family just laughing because they didn't know. And I had that first feeling. Anybody, raise your hand. I know you're everybody. So raise your hand, clap your hands, type in the chat. If you got your first paycheck and you're like, what? Man, I got my first paycheck, y'all. And I was when I was I was younger, and I used to work at the pizza place. And then I was like this. I got. A, I was like, Dad, who's FICA? And I got so mad they took out that money, and I I found out it was a Federal Insurance Contributions Act. Look at how many years that's been. I remember that from that day. And uh, and uh, I didn't even tell you. Tell me how much. Also in the chat, if you're not if you're not too proud, you just type in how much how much you made on your first job. I was three dollars and twenty five cents until I started opening my own paper route, snowplow business, group in Minnesota, Christmas. And FICA is still getting us right to this day. He ain't stopped coming after our money. <laughs> he ain't stopped. I'm so crazy. I took my pen and pointed at the screen. Here, let me circle these areas. So, guys, gross monthly, because you want to know what that is, because later on I'm going to talk to you about 401ks, and, and that's, we're going to start doing pre-tax and doing things with tax. So, number one is gross income, and then also, you guys, tithing is first, okay? So, anyway, gross monthly income, your salary, spouse's salary. Now, look at this. Interest, dividends. I'm, I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. Other other income. Stream of income number one. Stream of income number two. I'm going to stop right here. I, I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to stop. I want you to write in. Now, hold on. I want you guys to fill this out and write this in. And someone's going to say, I don't have a second source of income. I want you to start praying because for this. I want you to start praying and then keep engaging us because I want you to start, start writing in things that you don't have yet. Okay, like you start write down the name of the book, write down the name of the book, write down your incomes and do this thing and start, put a star next to it. Because right now you say, oh, I don't have this. I don't have that and doing things. But but uh, I want you to look at this as encouragement, not as saying I don't have it. Write down what it is going to be like. Say, hey, I want to buy like before I, I'm not giving out any. I'm not doing investments today, but just start as you do what we call it. New eyes. Like look at the companies that's delivering packages for it. Say, Gosh, maybe I should own that. Maybe then. Um, before my kids now come down here, I yell out the name of the company and they say, keeps the cost low. It starts with a C and has an OST and has another C in it. I should have been I was playing, I wasn't a cheerleader, but anyway, I was saying the name. But it said that name and then keeps the cost low. Then somebody delivers packages and some people sends them to you. You know, there are certain companies that make masks. There are certain companies you may want to, that you want to clean stuff with, okay? And that you may say, I want to own these and they pay dividends and interest. I'm sorry. I'm so excited. Let me put this back up here again. Okay. I'm sorry. You guys, I get excited about budget. So look, oh, see that? Spouse arguments, just put a star next to it. Say, say that you're going to have a spouse, that, you, that one day you're going to have a spouse, okay? Then your interests. Okay, you guys know interest means you're getting interest. That may be on an investment, on a, on a bond. Dividends, that might be di stocks pay dividends or you can own something that pays dividends. Then say other income. You should start thinking about these things. So we're going to start setting these things up. And this is the best. Hey, you know what? I'm going to say this, but I don't even have time to even get into it. This is actually the best time to get these things. You guys understand that? You got, or do y'all you, oh, want to wait till everything's up real high? But it's, it's totally up to you. But I'm just saying, now's the time. Is, let's go. Stream of income number one. Write down what that, what that, what that is other than your, than your job. It's just this other business that you have. Now, by the way, we teach champions of business. We teach business classes. They're in the archives. Um, they're teaching me how to say this correctly. So make sure I say this correctly. 
in the archives of YouTube and also on Facebook, they show classes where we've done this. Mm -hmm. And um, if, for all of you who have multiple children, I'm saying this who have, because I have multiple children, you almost have to get a job for each kid. You know what I mean? Like, so, so in doing this. And then stream of income number two, then also rental income. Look at this, net business, business net income. Everybody knows what that means, right? That means you have a business. I'm just using, you made $100,000, but if, 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 if 80,000 was expenses, then you put down 20,000. Does everybody understand that? Say that again, Pastor George, they didn't get it. <laughs> we have people that say, they, I made $300,000 last year. I said, okay, and then, uh, office space, the truck, the insurance, the, all the stuff. And then how much you really make? And then we found they made 30,000. Then, then we have to find out what your, what, what your, um, you know, then we have to really find out what your net business net income is. Cause eventually also, and this is something we teach in champions in business, but I want to make sure if you have a question about that, again, shoot us an email. We'll do that. But net business income is how much you make after you have income and then you have expenses just like this. So that's going to be your business net income. So we want to write that down and we want to have that and we want to utilize that. Okay. So we want to, so we, we want to have that. And then also have the next step after you, that number reaches a pretty comfortable number, then you want to start paying yourself a salary. And then you just have that. And then if you your business, instead of net business income, then that just would be your equity in the business. But then up here, that would be stream of income or other income because you pay yourself a salary. Okay. So that's how that would move. Okay. And then, you know, you cannot be God getting. Okay. So then if you notice up here in the income area, we actually put down tithing because tithing is, um, is off of your gross, not your net. I don't know what, uh, just really quickly. There's, I don't know what, um, in the Bible, it, it says bring a whole tithe into the storehouse. And we can keep going through this, but just to make it real simple, isn't it? Um, the Bible is before the U.S. government, okay? So we give on Caesar what is his. And what we do is we put God first. We put God first. And I have mountains of information on that and if, if you wish to discuss those, those topics um, in that area. But um, so tithing. And then there are taxes. Federal, state, and then look, oh my goodness, if I could come there back. There it is. There it is. So we, we put everything in there because we actually want you to, so everybody, before you type this in the chat, yes, you need to actually get out your pay stub and find out all the things that you're putting in because later on, you're going to find out that you have a 401k and different things like that or retirement that you may be putting money into. And we want to have those also later on that we're actually going to go over and hit in these areas. Okay. Now, then you have mortgage or rent. So um, your mortgage or rent should be less than 30% of what your income is. Everybody understand that? Because we want to actually later on go into how we're going to pay things off and how we're going to do that. So your rent and your mortgage need to be less than 30%. So in other words, if someone were coming to rent from, from me, oh, you know what? If someone's coming to rent from you and apart from you, you want to make sure they make three times what the what the rent is. So in other words, is they can afford a thousand dollars rent if it's three thousand dollars. If they make three thousand dollars a month, they can afford a thousand dollars rent. So that means that they may have a roommate and you know currently in LA are doing this. But that's that's a good rule of thumb. Now again, if you make substantially more, then we can pay things off quicker and we need to own a home. Okay. We want to talk about that investing. Renting, we need to um uh, not do more than that because then that that's going to affect all these other areas. Okay. Then 
uh, mortgages have mortgage insurance and taxes. These are things I hope you guys know, but I just want to make sure that they're in here. I'm just going to do property tax because we want to make sure that we allot for that. Because um, if we have a property, we're going to be paying that indefinitely. And electricity, um, gas, water. One last thing about electricity is for the homeowners and everything. Um, let me know if you want to do a, a talk about electricity for two things: EV, electronic vehicles. Y'all want to? Y'all want to talk about that? We can. It's not today though. <laughs> and then second about solar power. I, uh, you, you think I was a sales rep for those people? Um, um, because if you do, if you do solar power and you run electric vehicles, it's very hard to go back because it's very. Once you get a bill, electric bill is three dollars and fifty-eight cents. You're like, okay, well, it's higher now because now everybody's home running everything and all that. And, and, and once they figure out you got solar, then they act, then, then people just turn plug in everything and charge everything and leave the leave the door open and all that. All right, I'm sorry, I, I, I digress. Crystal, bring me back. Bring me back. <laughs> Gas bill, water, sanitation, maintenance, so that we see what they are, okay? And then, um, and then telephone and everything. Then, Crystal, I want you hit this next. I want you to the next level. Okay, so next is our entertainment and recreation uh, side of the budget, guys. And I want to make a distinct difference right now in between the two sides. If you look on the monthly income side, which is on the left hand of the screen, those are necessities. Those are things that we have to have. When we start getting over to the right hand side of the budget, uh, our entertainment and recreation and all, those are things that can uh, either sometimes be minimized um, or we can take a second look at to find out where we can actually either save more on these expenses. So I want to start out with that. Gotcha. Also, our, can, I just throw, can I just throw that in there? I, I tried to let her know, but I just, I just, she's doing great. <laughs> but in other words, you guys, the first thing, she, so she's saying hard costs, like you need to pay your mortgage, you have to pay your rent. Soft costs are eating out, you know what I mean? Clothes, you know, different things. Those are soft costs. But also, um, Crystal uh, and everybody, I just want to let you know, in the Bible, in Philippians 4 and 19, you know what it says? My God shall supply all of my needs. It don't say don't some, say it don't say most, it says all of my needs. Other thing is, it doesn't say, it doesn't say greeds, okay? So that's where they are. I'm sorry, Crystal, <laughs> go ahead. I'm going to be quiet. All right, you guys. So eating out, uh, that tends to be a large expense for most people. It shouldn't be right now because a lot of places are closed uh, and during the time that we're in. But you want to uh, do a spending journal, which we'll get to, um, and actually see how much you are spending on eating out. Um, if you have children, a babysitter, Pastor George always uses the example that uh, when he goes out, he has to spend money on a sitter on top of dinner for his wife, the popcorn and the water. Uh, and <laughs> I do because you guys, it cost me, when I was going out to dinner in the movie, it was running me about $150. I know and you guys are saying, ah, but I don't, I don't like to tell you guys that because I don't want anybody not to have, but I, you know, for the sitter, I'm doing, and my wife, like, she's a fool, she likes it. Ladies, are there any ladies you like to eat food? Anybody let me know. Man, anybody like to eat food? All right, so um, so yeah. we, we're 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 gonna go out to dinner, and I'm gonna I want to take her somewhere nice and look at her all, do all that, and um, so that's about 150 dollars. So I, you want to budget that instead of just saying, okay, we aren't going out to eat or or trying to do the stuff or grabbing stuff. And she likes movie theater popcorn. I've tried all the other ones, <laughs> all the other ones I've been just popping, but that's. Hop, hop, going popcorn and done that, but but she wants that experience. So guess what? That's what we're doing. 
Exactly. As it should be, but you guys, so then uh, a babysitter. And again, Pastor George mentioned it. We are budgeting these things. We're not just haphazardly doing them. That's why this is called a budget. We're going to make a a line item, an expense item specifically for it. Um, So from the babysitter, we're going to budget that. Activities, movie, golf, whatever it is that you do, uh, tennis, uh, boating, you know, your slip charges, if you're, you know, docking your boat someplace. Um, so those are the things that you are going to list under the activities, vacations and trips. We should definitely always be budgeting our vacations and trips. You guys, I know from experience, I'm going to raise my hand. We normally say, don't raise your hand, but I'm gonna raise my hand to you. Took a vacation, took my stepchildren plus two other kids and my daughter, husband and myself at the time and ended up coming back in debt. I spent a whole year paying that off. That was the worst because what should have been a $5,000 vacation ended up turning into an $8,000 vacation with uh, interest. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> you want to, and, and, and I'm a, and I'm a budgeter, so you know, it wasn't me, but anyway, the kids had the greatest experience. They'll talk about it to this day, but I, it took me a year to end up paying for uh, the rest of that vacation. So let's budget for our vacations and the trips that we're going to t- take pets i and know then, we right i and then know also, we please i don't want to interrupt sorry uh, crystal in doing that but one of the things we want to do is actually guys is write this down and then also it's okay don't be shamed you want to put in the chat you can you don't have to but just like where or just just say your hand is raised or it was a friend that, that you know that went somewhere with all full intention we ask people how much does a vacation cost you know we have when we do these live so i'm the first question how much does a vacation cost to you when, when, I mean, a real normal vacation that you were taking before, before COVID, and you didn't have to bring your own tiles and you didn't have to cook your own food. Because uh, people do that whole $2,000 for a week to fly somewhere and do it. Put that number down because you, we want to start saving for that. And then and then if we spend less or we get coop, or we get some way of it being less, then we got extra money that we can use in other areas. But we at least want to start this way and to walk through. Um, and, and, and then also... As you begin to do this, you can start telling people this is in the budget because Crystal shared her story today. And I'll let you guys know when they, when they took me to Legoland. But don't worry, I got a video of these people trying to <laughs> run the tables on me. Go ahead, and, pass. And, and you guys, it happened, particularly when you have kids because you want them to have that experience. So it, it, it will no, take you beyond. I don't want you're... to have it, but they don't. The, the, powers that be, the people at Legoland want to have it. Daddy, I want some ice cream. I was like, man, that's a, I started, my vocabulary was loose too. You know what I started saying to my wife? Your child, your child really wants on your ass. I didn't even say what it was. Your 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 child wants a $15 box of popcorn that we could get it cost over four dollars. I was like, your daughter. And she's like, why, why are these my kids? I was like, because until we get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, don't listen to me. That's why I had Crystal do this. You I know you got and stay tuned in. Stay tuned in. I know I'm you got and and we do so we're just gonna budget for them we want them to have it so we're gonna budget for it but i know we have some pet mamas and papas out there you guys they can cost just as much as we can so we want to budget for them also going on a vacation can't take them with you they have to go into the pet motel right because grandma's not taking care of them (laughs) she's not gonna do that for you so and and budget everything there's people that um just so you know one more is that we've done this before and people have pet and you guys have helped me Pet insurance. Um, yes. There's, there's a, so that was next. budget everything that's in there, not just some of the things or 
just exactly. say what the food is, like saying, hey, what all the stuff is. Yes. Care and, and uh, doggy dunk. What is that? All, all, all of it. All of it. So club dues, if you have those, uh, we should be able to probably reduce some of them now. Clothing, ladies. I know that is a big one for us most of the time. We want to budget our clothing. Sit back, Pastor George. Sit back. <laughs> <laughs> we want to budget our, our, our clothing um, expenses, you guys. And it makes it, you, once you do it, you'll see what a big difference it makes. Um, and then we have, oh, okay, we're going to skip right over that, medical expenses, guys. There are some that are fixed expenses uh, for our medical insurance. Um, our budget has been a little bit more reorganized, the one that we'll send to you if you're interested in receiving it, to where your metal, medical expenses are going to be listed on the left side of the budget. But again, we're counting every penny, guys, so make sure doctor's visits, your co-payments, and what it is that you're paying for your medical insurance, uh, if you're paying for that, as well as your dentistry and prescriptions. And if there are any others, if you're going to physical therapy, if you have a um, chiropractor, Practic, um, if you go to a chiropractor and you do that on, on a monthly basis, make sure you list though, that also as part of your medical expenses. Uh, we're going to move on down to the miscellaneous, toiletries and cosmetics. Uh, some of us can't live without it. So again, we just want to budget for those things, ladies, um, and see exactly. Sometimes you'll notice, too, that you're spending more than you actually realize in that area. Um, whether it's buying that lipstick that you used once and didn't like it or that things are just sitting around that you are not using. Uh, the Beauty and Barber guys, some of you guys are paying just as much as women are to go get your hair cut. I've seen men pay $75 to go get their hair cut. I, I can't tell you whether that's expensive or not, but for me, that is something that I would definitely look into. But again, we want to budget for it. If that's what it's costing, uh, you want to make sure that you're budgeting for it. And ladies, too, for us going to get our hair done to our hairdresser, we want to budget it. Our laundry and our dry cleaning, any allowances or subscriptions. When I say subscriptions, I mean like our Netflix, our Amazon Prime, um, Hulu, those type of subscriptions. Not many people are any longer doing magazine subscriptions, or if they are, they're online magazines. So, and can everybody just want to jump in here at subscriptions? Is we found out a couple of things since we've been doing this. I'm gonna say subscriptions and dues. The reason why we have these written after we do this, we're gonna do a journal. She's gonna talk about this next, a journal, and then we're gonna change these categories again because these subscriptions are not only that is that if you are, I'm just being nice, people under 35 is that everybody subscribes to stuff and not owning. Like you say, hey, how much does an iPhone um, 10 or 11, whatever the latest one costs? And then people will say this, $35 a month. That's a subscription. Like, like we need to get that. It's $800 or it's $1,000 or whatever it is. And then we're going to do that. But right now we want to know what all that you're subscribing to because you actually have these we found out is actually quite a bit than, than people yeah. are doing under subscription. And then also under dues, like you're paying for things and yes. you just know that you're paying for them. Like there's, a, and then to parents, there's websites that you signed up for, just let you know, because I did it and they, and I found this out because I do this every quarter is for, you know, to get babysitters, to get things or to, or to, for movie passes or to do things and you haven't stopped them. You know what I mean? Like in doing them. Now I want to say one thing though, at the gyms, 
I'm paying for the YMCA because my kids are in a basketball league. There's not any games. There's not any league. I'm still paying, though, because I don't want them to fold. I want to keep – I want when things open back up so I can go back. So then we want to decide which ones we're doing like this or which ones we're not going to be doing anymore in that area so we can get those broken down. Crystal, Most definitely. And so then you guys, and then a lot of times, like Pastor George said, there will be subscriptions that you'll realize that you have that you aren't even utilizing. So that's what, this is a way to verify and find uh, those, those things that you're paying for that you're not utilizing. So guys, we want to budget our gifts, uh, be it Christmas, birthdays, anniversaries, whatever it is you are gifting, we want to budget for those gifts. Um, I, I have found in budgets that I've looked at, uh, gifting, particularly for grandparents, tends to be larger for those grandkids. And so, um, and we have to kind of look at things, you know, if you have a three-month-old grandchild and you're buying uh, $200 worth of toys, that three-month-old is not playing with half the stuff and is still brand new. So let's let's go ahead and invest in a 529 uh, with that money. <laughs> she's good. So we'll, we'll, so we'll do that. And she's, this is great, Crystal. Thank you. I, you know, she, she, she saw me sitting up and I was like, oh, you guys, let me say this because we have to move on. We have a minute left. I'm stretching for it to move on and do this. We want you just to write down what you're spending on gifts and with your parents. And that, do you understand? What, I just want to take this up, up front. We're just trying to have where we're doing renewing of the mind. Like, yes. no, so we don't want to blame you. Right now, if you're buying your kids all these clothes and all this stuff and these gifts and Christmas presents and all that stuff, we just want to show you another way that you can buy them um, some of these stocks in the same companies. And that's another day. But we want to hit these last ones. Investments in your budget, we want to start doing that, whether they're in retirement, that means 401k, 403b, 457, any of these, to start getting the statements and just putting them together and seeing how much you're actually putting in a month and then seeing how much how much school costs. If you go to, you know, there's public school, private school, and, um, you know, independent schools, everything, charters, but just so there's no school free school, I don't think, anymore. Like, you're still paying or raising money or doing certain things. So you just want to have what that is and what after school care is and in doing that. And then tuition for people that are um, in colleges in these areas. And that, then let's relook at these right now under COVID, like what the game plan is, because a lot of them are online. So um, I don't know when you're going to be able to watch this, but before you pay the, um, the room and board fees right now, you might want to look at that before you do that. It just may be, Maybe just look at that before you before you do that and give them the whole semester up front and, the, and your child's not there very long. So I want to make sure we're doing that. And then books and supplies. So I actually have that for my kids younger. So we spend books and we're doing this. And we have a whole section that I'm going to be doing later on. And it's wealth building. I'm going to show you how to... Um, how to teach kids investing and everything. I want everyone to listen to that too. We'll be able to do that. Any comments on that, uh, Crystal? Anything else on this budget before we... Uh, no, on? the only thing is I want you guys to... You see that other? I want you... If you have something in that other, know that we're going to explain what other is. Yes, we need to know what that is because there's no such thing as other. We're going to write down that area and then we're going to put that in there. Like we found out that some people are sending their parents or sending some money. That's now. We're going to find out in your budget where we're going to do that, but we're going to write that down as a line item so you know what that is annually so we can budget for that. All right? And then we'll, and then we'll do that. So we're going to have one other, one other area. And, and then, oh my gosh, I am so organized. 
Okay, so everyone, this is one of the most critical ways of looking at your uh, money. So this is called installment debt, budget, and prosperity. Uh, in my book, I call this money in motion. Can you just say money in motion? So what, what we do, we want to divide up actually how you spend your money. You saw I just, I just gave you a budget, and we want to fill that in. And then we're also um, going to have something called a spending journal where we're going to write down all our expenses over a three-month period. So we have them. We're going to have our budget. But we're going to do a big outline of our budget of how we're going to do this. So you're going to write down what you owe, what you're spending. That's your current month spending goes into your budget, and you want to have that. Then right next to that installment debt, that's quite simply what you owe people. And then over here is prosperity dollars. So let's go over here. Budget, first thing is tithe, tithing. So that's prosperity. And then you say the amount you're putting right here. And then it's then the debt, what's the debt on that? It's zero. You want to know why? Psalms 24 and 1, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness therein. That means everything belongs to God. So what we're doing is that. Then underneath here is your mortgage. So let's say your house is, and then you're going to put your mortgage here, how much you owe. And then right here is your equity. And then you're going through all of your budget. And then you're going through all of your prosperity. And then you outline it. But Pastor George. Uh, where are the different categories? Boom! He done wrote it out for us, okay? All right, so um, tithing, I said you can't beat God giving, so that has a, a value and everything like that And uh, in this area. And then what's the debt on the tithe? It's zero. We already did it. Then you're paying $150 on a credit card. You owe $1,000 to, um, to tar uh, I should put names in here, Crystal. All right, so we put Target in here. Okay, got you. All right, but that could be anybody because we want you actually to fill this. I'm going to go back and then come forward. I need you to fill this out by our next teaching. So we want to do this. If you want to fill this out, we're going to have a thing, and then you can bounce this off of us and do this in this area, but you want to fill this out, okay? So we're just using real live examples. So so understand Target is somewhere that, you know people go. So if you owe a thousand dollars, you're paying one hundred and fifty dollars monthly. And then what prosperity does it does a credit card bring? Absolutely zero. Then you have um, Chase, um, and then and then um, Crystal. Thank you for putting this together so nicely. I was I was ministering in a church, and I said, "Name your credit card." And somebody yelled. She said, "This woman stood." She said, "Chase." And then I she said, "They chasing me." So um, I told her I was going to use that, but I just wouldn't pay her any royalties. But I, I, I blessed her with a book. Um, so you see that's 275 monthly. So you see this. And then car no Honda. And then Navient student loans. And then Wells Fargo. And then we have mortgage. So you see this down here, the 450 mortgage, 3800 monthly. That's all in. And then 50000 is the equity. So we don't keep refinancing. So that's a $500,000. Okay. So what we do is we want to have you write out how that would work. And then you would fill this out for yourself. And then we would walk through this. And this is very quick, very critical. Okay. So then what I did was I just wrote this out one more time. for you, And then, um, so we'd be able to have this and we want you actually to take this and actually fill this out. And again, if you'd like a copy of this, we'll send it. Now, first of all, I'm sorry, I don't want to cut anybody off from anything. If you'd like to buy the book, it's all, all this is in the book, but also if you can just send us an email, we'll send you um, these in, um, but it's in something called a financial fast document. And then you're able to fill it out because what we want to do is we're going to do that uh, to kind of walk through that with people. So back to prosperity dollars. That's your save best thing. 
That's a 401k, 403b, a brokerage account. Education, we think, is um, prosperity. We think that as more as you become educated and then home equity. Budget is monthly payment. See this cable, utilities, phone, cell phone, groceries, food, eating out, entertainment. And then installment debt is, is credit cards. And again, we want to eliminate credit card debt and in doing that. Okay? So now, we are about all of time but I want to tell you what we're going to cover next time. We're gonna show you how to plug these in to get out of debt. And I'm gonna walk you through how to get out of debt. So what I need before the next time, then Crystal, let you say any um, comments. I need us to have a budget that's written down that has all of your things. Then whatever month it is, I need the previous month for you to go through all of your budget and. Uh, go through all your bills. You can get that from a bank statement. And from the bank statement, you're going to plug in these numbers from your budget. So you have your income. Boom. And then you have little bitty expenses. And then in between <laughs> is margin. That's how much extra money we have to get us from one level to the next. So we're going to use half of that margin. We're going to use that margin and we're going to figure out a calculation. Because it's gonna, we're actually gonna announce to the people that have already done this. We're actually gonna figure this out in percentages. The people that come to us actually and want to do personal financial planning. That's away from this that we, wait, I'm sorry, we charge for this. That's where you come and we do that. Then we'll figure out the percentages and how much you're gonna pay in debt and how much you're gonna do in credit. How much you're gonna pay for investing and how much you're gonna pay in debt. But now, on this, what we're doing is we'll do the same thing, but you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna do it. So we need to have the budget back. And then we need to see about um, how much your debt, then we want to look at your debt. And then we're going to find out something called that debt multiplier. The debt multiplier is how much money extra you have to start paying down your debt so that we can accelerate the payments to pay your way out of debt. And we will handle that at our next session. Well, that was another great episode. We're going to have more features like this with Crystal and other guests. Today's episode about spending control and how to dig into details of budgeting was the first in a series of wealth building uh, where George and Crystal will share more gems with you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Set for Life Conversations with George. If you found value from what you heard today, there are a couple of things you would like you to do to help us serve you even better. If you have a question that you want to be answered, drop us a message using the link in the show notes of this episode or hit us up on social media. The contacts are there too. If you're interested in going deeper in any of the topics that George teaches about, one of the best ways to do that is to get one of his books from Ready, Set, Grow series. You can find a link to that in the show notes as well. Uh, he referred to one of the books today called The Wealth Cycle. You can also work with him as a financial planner. Those details will be included too. If you just want to learn more about George and what he's about, check out his website at www.georgebthompson.com. Thank you once again for joining us, and we're excited to keep sharing more conversations with you. We are on this journey with you and feel like we're going to grow as you grow.